PCAST, presented by CDE Lightband. Each week we take you around Austin P, the athletics department, and occasionally the OVC, thanks to our good friends at CDE, finally giving us the opening for this podcast that we always wish for. I am Colby Wilson, he is Casey Krieger, and this is your undisputed, undefeated, number one ranked P-related podcast in the world. Casey, how are you now? Good, and you? Ah, not so bad. Uh... Can't say the same about Tennessee football, though, after last weekend. It's dead. It is it's dead. just dead. It is dead. You know, it was a it was a beacon of things to come when the, that ship in the Vol Navy uh, sank into the Tennessee River before the game. We should have forfeited before and saved the trouble of watching what happened on the field. Yeah, but, you know, in other news, college football officially back. It's back. It is back, and we actually got to have a Saturday to watch all of it. It that's one of my favorite things about the first, like, real college football Saturday is just, like, rolling out of bed at 11 and watching football until, like, midnight if you stay up for the West Coast games. And shout-out to the Govs for taking care of business on Thursday so we could watch all the games Saturday. Yeah, that was awesome. Much appreciated on that scheduling front. Uh, we talked about that one last week, and, you know, we didn't play again. So we'll just shift right in to volleyball for this week. Uh, Tough weekend against a host of Power 5 squads last week at the Wolfpack Invitational in Raleigh. Uh, Losses to Kansas State and Maryland uh, last Saturday after losing to host North Carolina State on Friday. Uh, Senior libero Jenny Geerig-Busey and freshman setter Kelsey Mead both made the all-tournament team at the Wolfpack Invitational last weekend. Geerig-Busey, Busey-Busey... God's sake, I ought to know this. I'm pretty sure it's Garrick Bussey. Mazel Tov on her and Mike Bussey's. It's Bussey, see? It's Mazel Tov on their nuptials over the summer. Um, but anyway, Garrick Bussey also was named as the OVC Defensive Player of the Week. 46 digs and no receive errors in 41 attempts. Not too shabby against the squads that the Governors were up against last weekend. Yeah, that'll play. And last week, the soccer team played their home opener at Morgan Brothers Soccer Field. It was a tight win against Mercer, but the Govs lost one to nothing as Mercer was able to sneak a header into the back of the net after a shot ricocheted off the crossbar. Yeah, toughy at Mo Brosso for the Govs last weekend. Mo Brosso. Cross Country got their season started at the Belmont opener. The women welcomed back Immaculate Kiplagat, who missed all of 2018. She finished 22nd in her first cross country race in well over a year. The men paced in their first race by Thomas Porter, who also posted a top 30 showing as the elder statesman of the Austin P men's cross country program in 2019. And hey, we got an app. Find it in the App Store by searching Let's Go P, and you can keep up with everything happening around Austin P with news, scores, stories, photos, and special offer- offers just for app users. Sam Salkowitz in our marketing department and Justin Baker with Peak Sports in conjunction with app sponsor for Terra Credit Union did an outstanding job getting this off the ground as a way to keep our fans engaged and entertained. The way you said, hey, we've got an app sounded to my ears, and probably didn't sound like this to anybody else, but it sounded to my ears like, hey, we've got a nap. <laughs> A nap? I was like, oh, yeah. You know, it's I 10 could, o'clock. You yeah, a nap? I mean, I could always go for a nap. I've got a small child at home. Any who's will be. Uh, that'll wrap it up for what happened last week. We will wrap this up and talk to Garrett Whitfield of the men's golf team right after this. Yeah, my name. Yeah, my name. Yeah, yeah. 
I know way too many people here right now that I didn't know last year. Who the f y'all? I swear it feels like the last few nights. We've been everywhere and back, but I just can't remember it all. What am I doing? What am I doing? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm doing me. I'm doing me. I'm living life right now, man. And this is what I'm going to do till it's over. Till it's over. After two years of being the young governors, Austin P. Men's Golf is now a veteran group with rising expectations for the 2019-20 season. Among the most consistent governors over the last two years have been Garrett Whitfield, who made the, mist- the mistake of agreeing to do this interview today. <laughs> Garrett, how are you? I'm good. Very good. So, with all the veterans on this team, do you feel like you guys are going to have a target on your back this season? Um, yeah, I really do. Um, as a team or individually? Both. You're asking. Both. Um, team especially. We, uh, we've got probably the best team that we've had in the last five to six years. And um, our strength of schedule is fantastic. We play a lot of good, good tournaments against SEC schools and ACC schools. So um, as a team-wise, yes, definitely. And individually, I kind of feel the same way. Um, we've got two really good young guys that just came in this year. But um, I do feel like the target is somewhat on, on my back and like the upperclassmen's back to kind of perform and get out there and play. You guys got you got guys coming in to push you now. Yeah, we really do. Yeah, uh, actually this week during qualifying, one of the freshmen in second played really solid. So already they're kind of showing us that they can get out there and do it. What's a misconception of being a collegiate golfer? Uh, I'd probably say when it comes to uh, workouts and stuff like that, you know, they always – people kid around and say, you know, golf's not a sport, blah, blah, blah. But we, uh, we really get after it when it comes to working out in practice and what we do um, w- with our trainers. You know, we're doing very similar stuff that, you know, basketball, baseball, football, they all do just on a different level, um, you know, because it's not as physical, but our workouts are, you know, still tough and – we uh we put the work in. It's good. How did the Stashville mustaches come about? Um, that was either Lanny or Austin Lancaster or Chase Cordy. I think it was Chase who wanted the the whole team to have a stash by the time we went to our first tournament because they said it'd be intimidating. And I give them that. Like if you walk up on the first tee, and every person from Austin P has a stash. Yeah, you're going to be like, wow, these guys are cool. <laughs> some, some are coming in a little bit thicker than others. Like, Jay Fox has, like, a 50-year-old's mustache. Yeah. Like, he's got he's got a quality stash going on. Jay Fox can grow a mean stash. A mean stash. Me, on the other hand, I can't, but, yeah. That's getting there. It's getting there. Get it's, a little yeah, time. yeah. Why Austin P? What, what brought you here in the first place? Oh, uh, a lot of things, but mainly it was, it was Coach uh, Robbie. He's He was such a such a good – guy the more I got to know him um over the summer of my I want to say junior yeah junior year um and then I did a visit I saw the practice facilities um you know living on campus off campus everything just kind of fell into place and I could tell that it, you know Austin P would be you know on the come up from golf it wouldn't be you know I, I knew that when we got here we wouldn't get any worse we were going to get a lot better I understand you have a Fortnite addiction. <laughs> there's there's a couple guys in our team that play a lot of Fortnite. Yeah. Why is that game so addictive? I, I think it's the accessibility and the easiness of just to get on and play with your friends all the time. You know, it's whenever you don't have homework and you're done with, you know, you're done with four or five hour practice days and 
you know, you're tired from workouts or you hop on and, you know, it's just kind of fun to, you know, play with your friends. You're a Duke basketball fan and an Alabama football fan. I I don't even necessarily have a question. I just more wanted to point out that these are just like two of the most awful qualities a person no. can have. So my team gives me crap about mainly about Duke, and I understand that. And to be honest, college basketball is probably lower that like something that I would watch. Um, I liked them because my my neighbor did, but I'm Austin P fan at heart. But my I've been growing up an Alabama fan. My my brother went to Alabama. My sister's there right now. My grandparents live down there. So I'm a, I'm a diehard Alabama fan. But yeah, the Duke fan, I, I can kind of understand why, you know, get crap for it. I mean, but rooting for Alabama at this point, it's like rooting for the house and blackjack. It's like rooting for the sun to rise every day. It's just, it, it's an inevitability. <laughs> yeah. But you do support Austin P. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. that's my team. I mean, you guys, you guys get into it during basketball season, especially. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, we go to, we try to go to a lot of games whenever we're here. So, your parents are <laughs> at a lot of tournaments. I've gotten to know your mom pretty well mm-hmm. over the last couple of years. She is super supportive yeah. of everything you do. How important is having that base as a college athlete? I think it's very important. Um, it's important. I think uh, more off the course. Um, because yeah, you can have people come watching and stuff and that's really, really nice. But off the course, I think, you know, when they can give you pointers and, um, you know, the, you know, you have that support behind you, um, to keep pushing and to keep working hard and to keep doing what you love. Um, that, that definitely helps. What makes Austin P golf special? Austin P golf is special because the, the teams we get to play in the tournaments we play, we can see ourselves progress every year. And it's really cool to be part of a team that when I got here, we were, solid but we were little we were definitely inconsistent and not for sure of what the future held and now being a junior we know what the future holds and we know what we're going to do in the next you know month next year and then next two years uh, we have a good outlook and a, a really good team that is really going to push ourselves to be the best so break down for me <coughs> the Whitfield versus Wilson football matchup that I saw on Twitter yeah. where you tried to cover Robbie and Robbie tried to cover you. Yeah, so we were in a Myrtle for a golf tournament and um, it was after the practice round, so we had a little bit of time on our hands after dinner and um, so we went outside and we were, the whole team was out there and we were playing football and and coach came up to me and said, all right, I'm going to guard you. You, know, you, can't, you can't get past me. And um, I mean, I smoked him off the line, caught the ball and then I think – I don't remember if – I think Robbie, didn't he catch it on me? Is he that right? caught it, but his – like, you're, you're right. You, like, got that first step on him, and you were gone on yeah. yours. Whereas his, his was more the uh, the, preci- the precision route running. Yeah. With the, the very, very high leg kick that kind of got you going <laughs> one way. It was it was something else to see, though. Yep. I'll link to those in the show yep. notes. Uh, yep. Okay, on to the stuff I didn't tell you about earlier. <clears throat> what is your favorite word? Favorite word? Hmm. Probably bet. Bet in the. It's just like a term. It's the, the slang way, not the gambling yes, way. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do, explain, because like I'm pretty sure like ninety percent of the people <laughs> who listen to this podcast are your age or thereabouts and kind sure. of get the context. But explain for like the three old people who listen to this <laughs> what bet means. Um. So. I mean, it's just 
like everybody says it like it's not even a word i think of anymore you know i don't even think of it anymore it's yeah. not something that was in my vernacular exactly until everybody yeah until all you guys started yeah. using it i didn't know it's that. like so if somebody says um let's go play nine holes i'm gonna, I'm gonna kick your butt today you say all right bet like it's pretty much like all right okay but when you're saying bet it's like kind of like a confidence level like all right bet like yeah, we'll do that, or yeah, that's fine, or whatever. So, what is your least favorite word? Least favorite word? Oh, probably. Um, I don't know. Least favorite word? Oh, well, it'd be a cuss word. So I've watched you play it. golf. Yeah. I don't know that that's your least favorite. Word. <laughs> no, I've, I've got. A, I, I've, heard, I've seen one <laughs> duck hook off the tee and hear some words that we can't use on this podcast. It's happened. It's definitely happened. Who or what inspires you? Oh, um, I'd say my, a lot of my inspiration comes from my dad and my granddad. Um, and then there's also people you, you sometimes see on social media and stuff that will give you inspiration, but probably my granddad and my dad. What is the last book you read for fun? For fun? Oh, my God. Uh, probably Harry Potter in sixth grade. <laughs> Did you finish the whole series? No, heck no. I got the, the third or fourth. Okay. <laughs> Did you watch the movies? You know how it ends? Oh, or? yeah, yeah. Okay. I watched the movies, yeah. All Big right. fan, though. What is your worst habit? Mm, worst habit? Probably procrastination when it comes to schoolwork. Does the Fortnite addiction have a lot to do with that? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. What is the most terrifying situation you've ever found yourself in? Oh. Um. I feel like a terrifying situation. Probably uh, the time there's a shooter here on campus, or they said there was supposed supposedly a shooter, a guy with a gun, and I was walking past that building when and like cops showed up and everything. It was kind of weird. Didn't know what was going on. But yeah. I didn't know we had that situation. I should yeah. check my emails more often. Yeah. <laughs> what is your idea of happiness? Um, probably um, being very tight with your religion. Um, uh, I mean, obviously, whatever that is for yourself. And then, um, I don't know, being, being happy with yourself, uh, just with every aspect in your life when it comes to your body, your mind. Um, either your sport, if you play one, um, and then, you know, be financially stable. I mean, that'd be, all that would kind of be the happiness in life. What's your idea of misery? Um, probably be so unsure about yourself that you don't have anything, you don't have you know, any confidence or anything, to, the will to do something. Yeah, you wake up every morning, you don't want to do anything. That just sounds miserable to me. What makes you self-conscious? Uh... Conscious, probably. Uh, I mean, sometimes talking in front of people, like big audiences, kind of self-conscious about that. But like public speaking. Yeah, but it's not too bad. I just sometimes like forget words and stuff. I don't know. What is the most embarrassing song that you love? <laughs> uh. Oh, um, 
Probably, I like a lot of John Williams stuff, if you know who that is. Like the composer, John yes. Williams? Yeah, which... Why is that embarrassing? I love well, John Williams. It's, you know, it's 2019, and I'm a college kid. You know, a lot of people will probably be like... 2019, John Williams is like a thousand years old, and he's still putting uh, out bangers. That is true. He's, he's awesome. How would you prefer to die? <clears throat> um, most likely old age. Um, I, would, I would like to die past 95, you know, but... So just, like, go in your sleep? I guess. I mean, that's actually a good, I don't know. I'd like to die. Um, either doing something I love at an old age or, I don't know, hopefully I'm just old. If you were reincarnated, what would you like to come back as and why? Mm, um, I'd like to come back as, you know Dan Bilzerian is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, live his live his live life his for life. a week. Just for, for just for a week. For a oh, week. Oh, just for a week. Yeah, and then I'm done. Yeah. Does, does it seem like it'd be too much? After <laughs> yes. A week? Yeah, that's all I can take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what might prompt you to lie? Um, probably if I felt probably lie. Um, oh, if some. I mean, if if I'm in like an argument and I don't like the person I'm arguing with, you know, I might lie about something they don't know about. And, you know, <laughs> that's the most Machiavellian like one that I've heard so far. <laughs> yeah, like a stat or something. Like lie about a stat that he doesn't. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what makes you hopeful? What makes me hopeful. Um, probably that. I don't know. There's always, there's always good things that come in the future. In my opinion, um, I would say that golf and and school and certain things throughout. Throughout the day, just kind of made me hopeful for what what is going to come in the future. What's our purpose in life? Um, to be to be great people to other people um, and to love. Uh, I mean, now in today's society, you see all these shootings and all these you know messed up governments and all this stuff on the news. And I think that the purpose in life, especially with social media, has been changed a lot. Um, I. I really think that we were put on this earth to love, love each other, and play sports. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, so you've got your junior, got a couple more years, a couple more golf seasons. What are your future goals and ambitions? Yeah. Um, so for golf, uh, I, I want to go as far as as I can go with it. Um, and I, my goals have always been to try and go pro, and that still is my goal. Um, but you know, I always, I've always wanted to get a degree of course as well. And, um, my, I think one of my goals is to be either an owner of a business or work for a big company and be, you know, very involved in a type of company, whether it's involved with sports or just straight business. What kind of business do you think you might be good at? Um, I well, my major's finance and I've liked it so far. Um, I definitely I've always said that I want to do something intertwined with golf, uh, whether it's the apparel side or working for a company that sponsors events or working for a financial group or an accounting firm, something like that. All right. Well, I have no doubt that whatever it is you wind up doing, you'll be great at it. Uh, hopefully, the next couple of years, you'll be great and get a couple of rings to, yes, yep. to go out here and into the real world with. Uh, Garrett Whitfield, appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you very much. Last few nights, we've been everywhere and back, but I just can't remember it all. What am I doing? 
what am I doing? Oh yeah, that's right, I'm doing me, I'm doing me, I'm living life right now, man, and this what I'ma do till it's over, till it's over, but it's far from over. Yeah, that's right, I'm doing me, I'm doing me, I'm living life right now, man, and this what I'ma do till it's over, till it's over, but it's far from over. Thanks to Garrett Whitfield for coming in, taking a few minutes out of his busy week of qualifying as the Govs get set to open their season next Monday. We'll get into that a little bit later. But first, football. Football. 18th-ranked Central Arkansas. Come to town Saturday at 2 p.m. UCA took 325 grand and a win from West Kentucky last week, and all the Hilltoppers got to show for it was a big L. The Bears have a talented secondary with three preseason All-Southland members, but Austin Peay's offensive line showed itself up to the task last week and looks to make a leap, particularly in the running game in Week 2. Austin Peay's secondary, talented in its own right, will face an excellent test in a UCA passing attack that rolled up more than 400 yards last week. And a win would be Austin first against a ranked foe since a 7-0 slugfest against UT Martin in September of 2017. 7-0's a low-scoring OVC baseball game. Yeah, yeah, but uh, there's probably some pitching that's a little bit better on the football field than there is in certain areas of the Ohio Valley Conference. In other news, soccer, they're going to the Rocky Mountains this week. Rocky Mountains. It's their first ever trip to the state of Colorado, and they are going to play the Buffaloes of Colorado, and they're going to play Northern Colorado on Sunday. The game Thursday in Boulder will be the highest altitude at which an Austin P soccer team has ever played, 5,345 feet. That is, that is the kind of fun, that's the funnest of fun facts that you could be coming here for. And then Sunday, the Govs will pl- travel north in latitude, but down in elevation to take on northern Colorado. <laughs> you know there's somebody listening right now going, hmm? that is why I have a Wait geography a minor. Yeah. Geography jokes. That's what we're doing this year. Buckling everybody. Both the men and the women get the fall session underway on the links for golf during the upcoming week. The women open their first fall under Jessica Cathy with a trip to the Missouri State-hosted Payne Stewart Memorial. Casey, uh, advise everyone about what the attire should be, in your opinion. You get an automatic three-stroke lead if you wear knickers to this tournament. The, the Payne Stewart knickers is what Casey is advocating for. For Kathy, her first roster features a veteran-laden squad to pair with a pair of talented freshmen. Men travel to Hattiesburg, Mississippi for the Sam Hall Intercollegiate on Monday. A packed meet the Guzz will be paired with Central Arkansas Nichols in southeastern Louisiana to begin play after a rigorous qualifying schedule. Also, we'll have a couple of Guzz headed up to Murray State's uh, fall meet as well. Volleyball gets things underway in Evanston, Illinois this weekend, and things don't get any easier for the Govs. Northwestern, Stephen F. Austin, and Texas Tech await the Governors at the Wildcats Invitational. Endemic of the run the Govs went on the last two seasons, the only schools brave enough to take them on are of the Power Five variety. And Stephen F. Austin. And Stephen F. Austin. And as always, it's time to get some community service in now that we're back in session. Uh, Haley Jacoby has all your opportunities to see her for that stuff. Looks like there's First Christian Church, Riverfest, and Buddy Ball over the next few weeks. So Haley is your point of contact for that. 
And as always, get in touch and stay in touch with us via the web and social media. And Casey, how can people do that? On Twitter and Instagram, follow us at Let's Go P. And on Facebook, our official site is Austin P. Governors. Austin P. Governors. Just like that. And we are looking to replace our old Tyler, and we're looking to have a new Tyler that is as good or better than old Tyler. So if you want to be our new Tyler, that is your, also the director of digital media, come and try and be better than old Tyler. You want to talk about the person who also still works here? And Taylor. Shout out to Taylor. <laughs> Tyler's sitting in Wyoming right now like, well, that's cool and all, but I've, I haven't worked there in a few months. You, you want to talk about the person who still does? Anyway, let's go P.com for dates, news, and stories. Casey, Cody Bush, and the ghost man occupying the office Stephen L.A. used to have are bringing you stuff each and every day of each and every week. I also chip in on occasion. Tickets. We have our ticket gurus, Katie Locke and her assistant, Johnny Rotten. They've got all the information you can use to get in the game. This includes our VIP end zone experience and single game box life suite offerings, which you can contact the ticket office for more information. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or directly on the website at letsgop.com slash podcast. Give us a rating and review on the podcast. Five stars. Five stars. It really helps. And something I was checking this morning just because I'm a competitive psychopath by nature. We've got a certain number of likes on our podcast via the Apple Podcast Store. Murray State's podcast has a few more likes than ours. That's a problem. That's a definite problem. So smash that like button or p- smash that five star button. So five stars. Five stars. Five stars. We're going to beat Murray State. In everything. In everything. Even starting, podcasting. Starting with this podcast. The PCAST greater than their podcast. Yeah, running with the racers. I mean, come on. What kind of name is that? Boo. 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 Weak. That's weak sauce, Dave Winder, and you get it out of my house. <laughs> If you'd like to suggest a guest, let us know of a local or on-campus event we should shout out or recommend various fruit teas to us. Tweet at us. I'm at CWilson225. He's at C underscore Craig19. Love yourself. Love each other. We will talk to you next week. Goodbye. He was born in the summer of his 27th year. Coming home he'd never been before he left yesterday behind him you might say he was born again you might say he found the key for every door when he first came